Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Transgender student guidelines will keep kids safe. In Leesburg, I'm Dick Yoleon. When the Prince George's County School Board chair can answer charges that could lead to her removal. I'm John Doman. It could be the biggest expansion of freedoms and control for D.C. residents in 50 years. We'll talk to WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill at 610. 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Hurricane Fiona has slammed into the Turks and Caicos Islands after ravaging Puerto Rico with three feet of rain. At least four deaths are being blamed on the storm in Puerto Rico. And the destruction? Just listen to this restaurant owner in Florida waiting for word from loved ones on the island. There is sadness. There is a lot of water. Um, uh, people without houses. But, but we've done this before. We'll, we'll, we're strong. Parts of Puerto Rico still recovering from the effects of Hurricane Maria in 2017. Federal authorities have charged 47 people in Minnesota in a pandemic fraud scheme. WCCO reporter Paul Hadawanak. The U.S. Attorney Andy Luger said the group helped steal $250 million of COVID relief meant to help feed children in the pandemic's early days. It quickly became the ultimate get-rich-quick scheme. It happened at 200 sites across Minnesota, and investigators say the money helped buy houses, cars, jewelry, and property in several countries. Russia will get no free pass over its war against Ukraine, says U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., Linda Thomas-Greenfield. She made her comments as the U.N. General Assembly gets underway. We are going to continue to do what we have been doing over the course of the past six months. We are going to condemn Russia. We're going to isolate Russia. It will not be business as usual for the Russians here in New York. President Biden will be speaking at the U.N. General Assembly tomorrow. Today, he commented on the issue of migrants being sent by some governors of Republican-led states to northern states. President Biden said he's well aware of the border security problem, and it's not coming from Mexico. This is a totally different circumstance. What's on my watch now is Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua. And the ability to send them back to those states is not rational. In Chicago, several people are hurt after an explosion at an apartment building. It happened on Chicago's west side, where Shannon Nelson lives. And I heard a big explosion, and then my bed shook, almost like an earthquake. And so I immediately came out, and the windows was busted. Bricks and debris everywhere. Fire officials say they got everyone out of the building, at least eight injured, three seriously. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. It's considered a medical first. An influential group of medical experts for the first First time is calling for routine anxiety screening of adults between 19 and 64. Draft recommendations from the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force are designed to help primary care doctors identify early signs of anxiety during routine care. By this is CBS News. Dell's semi-annual sale has arrived. Save big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Everybody, it is 6.03. We're happy you're with us on this Tuesday, September the 20th, 83 degrees. I'm Hillary Howard. I'm Sean Anderson. 
top local story this hour is just breaking tonight. It may soon become illegal to turn right on red at most intersections in D.C. Now, the goal is to protect cyclists and pedestrians. The D.C. Council voted unanimously late this afternoon to make it a traffic violation to go right on red. Now, this is a preliminary vote. If it passes a final vote, the law would take effect in 2025, assuming the mayor signs it. The new legislation would allow cyclists to ride through stop signs and red lights without stopping when it's safe to do so. This legislation would also let DDOT allow right turns at certain red lights if they find it will improve safety at specific intersections. Now to making roads safer for everyone in Montgomery County. That is the goal of county leaders, but traffic deaths are still on the rise. At the discussion of Montgomery County's work to eliminate deaths on county roads, Christy Daphnis, chair of an advisory committee on pedestrian and cyclist safety, read a list of names. Sarah Langenkamp, Randall Gibson, Vidal Juarez Godinez. Those are the names of pedestrians and cyclists who died on county roadways so far this year. Montgomery County Police Captain Brian Dillman said there are 77 speed and red light cameras in the county and that by 2026 there would be 216. Dillman said the automated cameras are not about revenue generation. The enforcement effort is about curving the, the speed that we have people driving out there. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 605, if you drive down the Dulles Toll Road next month, you might see Metro trains traveling along the tracks of Phase 2 of the Silver Line project. But no, you can't hop on one yet to get to Dulles Airport. For the first half of October, Metro will begin running simulated service along the tracks. This comes as it works to train staff and check off pre-service safety requirements that need to be met. The Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission must give Metro the green light when it comes to safety. Metro Rail determines when to open the line but they may only do that after they complete their safety certification process, and we concur that they've properly completed that process. The Safety Commission CEO, David Mayer, the goal has been to take you through Reston to Dulles International Airport and beyond starting sometime this fall. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And in other news this evening, while school systems review Virginia's new guidelines on transgender students, Governor Glenn Youngkin is defending those guidelines, making clear he expects them to be carried out. The governor's critics call the proposed rules discriminatory and cruel. The governor paid a call at Loudoun's election office to highlight election integrity. Asked about the new education model policies, which would require parents' permission to change kids' names and genders at school, the governor reminded local school boards they're to adopt policies consistent with the guidelines. It's the law, and so I don't really have a lot of patience for folks that see a law and don't comply with it. Told that some transgender students and parents have expressed fear over the guidelines that they could spark bullying, the governor said the policy has safeguards. The word bullying shows up in this in this draft guidelines 36 times. In Leesburg, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Stay with us here on WTOP. We'll get you latest on traffic and weather, and then we'll check in with our Capitol Hill correspondent, Mitchell Miller, on a big step in D.C. involving home rule, it's 6.06. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. David Abramowitz, the chief technologist at Trend Micro Federal, says educating the workforce about cyber threats needs to start earlier and continue for their entire career. When employees in an organization see something that's very well crafted and it looks like it's about something they are interested in and there's a link, sometimes you're focused on somewhere else or you just don't have the education, they'll just go and click. 
What we've done at Trend Micro to help that because we want everyone to learn at an early age to be what we call, let's say, a good digital citizen. Starting that at a younger age and infusing that in and giving those lessons, I think, will work very well. Let Trend Micro Federal, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com innovation. Hi, I'm Jeff Dick, Chairman and CEO of Main Street Bank, here to talk to you about relationship banking. For business owners, it's a serious matter. A good relationship with your banker, your accountant, and your attorney is critical. Knowing your banker will be there for you in good times and in not-so-good times makes all the difference in the world. Visit mstreetbank.com. Main Street Bank. We bank where you breathe. Main Street Bank. Member FDIC. Put your citizens at the center of government services with Genesis, the global provider of modern customer and employee experience solutions. With Genesis technology, government agencies at all levels deliver citizen-centric support that ensures constituents are remembered, heard, and understood every time they connect with you. Deliver on the promise of a digital government with Genesis. To learn more, including FedRAMP solutions, visit genesis.com slash government. That's G-E-N-E-S-Y-S dot com slash government. WTOP at 608. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Georges County interloop, slow Lanham Landover, but the crash down at Ritchie Marlboro Road was quickly moved onto the shoulder. All lanes in the interloop are open and lanes remain open on the Beltway in Montgomery and Fairfax counties along with the outer loop through Alexandria, which has been very slow uh, this rush hour from Springfield toward the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. 66 westbound heavy Fair Oaks, Fair Lakes, and in a little of slowing uh, beyond the uh, new flyover beyond the rest area towards Sudley Road into the sunset. 95 southbound heavy from Fairfax County Parkway toward 123 with the visors down in some glare. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway in Maryland. Pretty slow rush hour again. Northbound still slow through Laurel on 95 and the Parkway and both ways inside the Beltway on the BW Parkway. 195 Westbound under 95 as it becomes 166. The crash now out of the way. Westbound lanes are open from the airport toward Catonsville. Still fairly heavy downtown, a little better on the Whitehurst Freeway and East Street Expressway. One of the facets of recent rush hours we've noticed is more southbound traffic leaving Washington on I-295, 395, and the George Washington Parkway in the direction that yellow and blue line trains would be running if they were running at all beyond Reagan National Airport Station. Uh, the... Uh, Stations are still closed and will be uh, for the next month or so in Alexandria and Springfield. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car next to a new car. Fitzway Cars Best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Amelia Draper, it is the end of an absolutely beautiful day. Okay, well, uh, we lost Amelia there. Uh, we it's still will, a beautiful day, though. It's still a beautiful day. <laughs> Amelia is probably out there enjoying it right I now. Uh, we expect to have temperatures drop into the 60s tonight. We're going to have another warm one tomorrow as uh, we're looking for highs once again and uh, approaching 90. But then, boy, once we start getting later into the week and it becomes fall, things are going to cool off considerably. By Friday, we may not get past 70 degrees. Ooh, getting into pumpkin weather. Yeah, so get ready for that. Right now, we're sitting at 78 in Rockville. We've got 81 in Ashburn. We're at 81 in District Heights. And it's all brought to you this afternoon by 
Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 611, a significant step today involving D.C. and its efforts to limit congressional oversight of the city's policies. A House panel approved what would be the largest expansion of D.C.'s home rule in nearly half a century. Well, joining us live from Capitol Hill... We've got WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Uh, Mitch, uh, first explain to us what this bill would do. And, and uh, D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton is uh, the sponsor of it. The bill would do three things, basically. One, give the D.C. the exclusive authority to prosecute D.C. crimes, which is not always the case now. Two, it would allow D.C. to provide clemency in cases on its own. And perhaps most significantly, the third thing is it would eliminate a congressional review for D.C. legislation, which is required for measures passed by the D.C. Council. Congress currently can intervene in any number of ways in the policies of the district. And Republicans during today's markup in the House Oversight Committee, like George's Jody Hyde, argued that they should be allowed to intervene. Citizens who live and work in the district are already suffering from growing crime, but this bill would allow the D.C. government to push even more soft-on-crime policies. Now, D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton obviously disagrees with that. She says the district should be allowed to manage its own policies and its own spending. Mitch, in the past, we've seen the House approve D.C. statehood. This isn't new. The legislation then dies in the Senate. Is the outlook any different this time? It really isn't uh, this time, Hillary. While this was a significant step to get it out of the Oversight Committee, this legislation looks like it's headed toward a similar fate. It's unclear when the full House would actually take it up. And if Republicans retake the House in the midterm elections, there's clearly no chance of it moving forward. So even with House approval, it would face a legislative roadblock in the Senate, as other legislation has. But Delegate Norton points out to progress on issues involving D.C., including not only House approval of the statehood bill, but legislation that would give the mayor the power to activate the D.C. National Guard. But again, D.C.'s victories in the House usually go to die in the Senate. Well, Mitch, uh, we have another development today. We learn more about what's ahead for the January 6th committee's investigation. What's up there? That's right, Sean. The chair of the committee, Congressman Benny Thompson, said today that a new public hearing will be held just over a week from now, September 28th. This would be the ninth and likely the final hearing held by the panel. Not clear who exactly will testify at that hearing, but we do expect kind of a summary of all the hearings. The committee is then expected to release an interim report of what it found with the insurrection a few weeks after that final hearing, and then a final report is to be issued sometime before the end of the year. All righty. Thank you, Mitch. You bet. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. Talking sports with Dave Preston next, 614. If you're working in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area as a pipe fitter, pipe welder, or HVAC service technician, and you're interested in a better life, a better means to provide for yourself and your family, a way to make sure that you're earning the highest wages and the best benefits in our industry, benefits that will provide you and your family with full medical coverage, not just when you're working, but when you're retired as well, benefits that will provide you a monthly retirement income from your pension and a lump sum retirement savings too. Benefits that will set you up for life, all without having $1 deducted from your pay. If you're interested in these things, then Steamfitters UA Local 602 is the best option for you. So please visit our website at steamfitters-602.org. That's steamfitters-602.org. 
and let's talk about what we can do to help change your life. Meet Stanley Irk, the president and CEO of Novavax, why innovative COVID-19 vaccine maker Novavax calls Montgomery County home. Sponsored by the Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. We have partnerships with global companies in Japan and South Korea and India, where we have manufactured tens of millions of doses of our vaccine. It makes everybody feel that they're part of something really, really important and really big. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation. What powers Montgomery County is a thriving life sciences hub with global reach. Leaders like Novavax, one of 400-plus companies in our ecosystem, discover abundant partnerships, top talent, and easy access to the NIH and FDA. $5.9 billion was invested in MoCo companies in 2021, and 2022 is looking just as bright. Find your next investor. Join the immunology capital next to the nation's capital. Reach out at connect at thinkmoco.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Dave, Nationals have some action. That's right. They continue their series with Atlanta, trying to prevent the Braves from wrapping up at least a wild card berth. Patrick Corbin's 0-3 with a 9.88 ERA against the Braves this year and starts tonight. 721st pitch on 1500 AM. Orioles trail Seattle by five games with 16 remaining for the third wild card spot of the American League. Birds lost last night to Detroit and get the Tigers again next down. Hour. Washington, D.C. native Cardozo High School graduate and Los Angeles Dodgers great Maury Wills passes away at the age of 89. Wills played for three World Series winners while with L.A. He also set the stolen base record with 104 thefts in 1962. That marks since broken. NFL Washington Commanders place center Chase Roulier on injured reserve while uh, signing free agent Nick Martin. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. All right. Thanks, Dave. Top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. The senior federal judge appointed to review material seized by the FBI from Donald Trump's Florida state sharply questioned the Trump attorneys today. Judge Raymond Deary repeatedly pressed the lawyers for refusing to back up the claim that the former president declassified the highly sensitive national security-related records that were found at Mar-a-Lago. Russia is struggling to beat Ukraine on the battlefield, so now it's trying to do it at the ballot box. Russian-controlled regions of eastern and southern Ukraine announced plans to start voting this week to become part of Russia. It's an effort to swallow up four Ukrainian regions. President Biden is in New York to attend high-level talks and deliver an address at the United Nations. Ukraine is expected to be his primary focus. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Up ahead in Money News. Ahead of a possible rate increase by the Fed, losses across the board on Wall Street. I'm Steve Dresner. 618. Traffic and weather time. And yes, <laughs> as always, there's traffic. Hi, Dave. It's that time of the year and that time of the day downtown. A little more congestion a little later into the evening on the grid and at the Potomac and Anacostia River bridges. And as mentioned, one of the facets of recent rush hours we've noticed is a lot more southbound traffic coming out of D.C. on I-295, 395 and the George Washington Parkway toward Old Town, where a lot of metro stations are off limits. Southbound on 395 and 95, still heavy Pentagon to Sherlington, from Newington to Woodbridge, and in stretches through Stafford County. Although farther south, delays are dissipating, as they are on 66 West. We're down to brief delays near Fair Lakes and Manassas. Eastbound traffic heavy into Arlington. And Beltway traffic's pretty slow this evening on the outer loop from Van Dorn Street to the Wilson Bridge, on both loops between Tyson's and the Legion Bridge. 
and on portions in Montgomery and Prince George's County. We had a crash on the interloop near exit 13 Ritchie Marlboro Road. It's on the shoulder, but it's still slow heading south from Lanham through Landover. Lanes are open ahead. 95 Baltimore Washington Parkway is finally starting to see some relief. Uh, the volume delays are less intense, longer on the parkway as usual. 270 northbound, just a little sluggish heading into Gaithersburg. Back in Virginia on Route 7, westbound from Leesburg, Purcellville, westbound delays beyond 704, starting to ease back with the crash out of the way before Berlin Turnpike. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. On to Storm Team 4 and Amelia Draper. Right on time with the calendar. We'll go from feeling like summer to feeling like fall. The transition day happening on your Thursday. Tonight, clear skies after temperatures throughout the evening hours in the 70s and 80s. We'll have lows tonight in the 60s. Highs tomorrow in the mid to upper 80s with plenty of sun and some scattered showers and thunderstorms on Thursday, mainly later in the day with highs in the 70s to low 80s. On Friday, a breezy and crisp day with highs only around 70. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Lovely evening. That yellow light is getting longer as the sun goes down more quickly. We've got 81 in Upper Marlboro, 83 in Washington. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. Ripping off COVID relief funds. We'll tell you the latest on a couple of cases involving that next. 620. And now from WTOP's Small Business September Series presented by Eagle Bank, here's Scott Kinlaw. Senior Vice President, Market Executive at Eagle Bank. The perspective we take from the start of a relationship is a long-term perspective. We don't really do transactions. We do more of a, a long-term partnership with them. And they're members of our community. We want to support them and support our community. It's, it's my client. It's, it's my community. It's our client, our community. And, you know, we'll always be there to support our community. That's the, the fun part of the job. The long-term relationship, the long-term perspective, a partnership, and understanding what their needs are and, and, and accommodating and working towards that with them. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. Attention veterans, transitioning service members, and military spouses. Companies in Northern Virginia want to hire you. Interview with more than 40 leading companies and government agencies hiring for more than 10,000 jobs at an in-person career fair on September 21st or virtually on September 22nd. All experience levels welcome. This fair is open to all veterans, transitioning service members, military spouses, and cleared talent. So, what are you waiting for? Take the next step in your career. Go to workinnorthernvirginia.com and click on career fairs for more. Technology allows drones to deliver pizza. Here's mine now. Approaching drop zone. But to deliver powerful insights that are on target, you need more than technology. You need CDWG to help transform your agency's IT environment with a Dell technology solution that modernizes and secures your data. So you can slice it any way you want. Delivering. Don't forget to tip. Dell Technologies makes data-driven insights possible. CDWG makes it powerful. Learn more at cdwg.com slash Dell Data Center. You're listening to WTOP News. 622. The Board of Education Chair in Prince George's County is charged with incompetency, willful neglect, and misconduct in office. Those charges were handed down by the State Education Board earlier this year. 
Mountains. WTOP's John Doman tells us when the case goes to trial, she might not be the chair anymore. The case against Juanita Miller is now scheduled to go to trial before an administrative law judge the week of November 28th. However, it won't finish until days before Christmas, since lawyers involved in the case have other obligations through the first few weeks of December. By then, Miller might not even be the chair of the school board, since the new board that takes office in December can pick their own chair. In addition, the judge could issue a ruling by summary decision in late October. Regardless of whatever the judge ends up ruling, the state board could still act to remove Miller. John Dome in WTOP News. Now, if Miller is not re-elected to her chairman post, she would still stay on the board. But if she's found guilty, she could lose her seat. About four dozen people are accused of defrauding the government to get nearly a quarter million dollars of pandemic relief money. Federal prosecutors say it was a massive scheme where defendants created, it was a quarter of a billion dollars, sorry. Federal prosecutors say it was a massive scheme where defendants created companies to feed low-income kids across Minnesota. But the government claims only a few meals were ever handed out and the rest of the $250 million was used for luxury cars, property and jewelry. Those accused in the case are charged with a handful of crimes, including money laundering and bribery. Well, meantime, in Virginia, a former state worker convicted of ripping off COVID relief programs is now heading to prison. Sadie Mitchell has been sentenced to nearly six years after pleading guilty to fraud. Prosecutors say she used her job at the Virginia Motor Vehicle Dealer Board to gain access to a government database. She took people's social security numbers and dates of birth, used the information to file fraudulent claims through the Pandemic Unemployment Assistance Program, and then collected the benefits. This exploitation of government programs meant to assist our most vulnerable community members is appalling and inexcusable. Jessica Aber, U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Virginia, in all, prosecutors say Mitchell got away with $1.8 million in COVID relief money. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Everyone knows it is important for drivers and pedestrians to keep an eye out for one another. But for pedestrians, there is something else to be thinking about, too. Every three hours in the United States, a person or vehicle is hit by a train. Jennifer DeAngelis with the rail safety group Operation Lifesaver. Rocking on railroad tracks is trespassing. It's illegal and it's very dangerous. And it's the top cause of train-related deaths. If your car gets stuck at a railroad crossing, she says get out of your car and look for a blue and white sign with a phone number to the railroad and a locator ID so they can warn the train operator. In Manassas, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. WTLP at 625, Money News 25 at 55 to Steve Dresner. It was certainly a turbulent day on Wall Street on Tuesday. The Dow fell 313, the S&P 500 was off 43 and the Nasdaq lost 109 and an even tougher day for Ford Motors as they reported its worst trading day in more than 11 years. Shares of Ford closed just over $13 down 12.3%. The automaker lost roughly 7 billion off its market value. Steve Dresner, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Cox. This summer when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at Cox.com. That's Cox.com. Sponsored by Cox, bringing us closer. 626. Here's Melissa Long Dolson, the Vice President of Worldwide Technology Sales for AI Ops and Integration at IBM, on the discussion Exploring AI-Powered Automation for IT Operations, sponsored by IBM. From IBM's perspective, our goal is to be a facilitator for our customers and to help them figure out which 